But if Biden wins, your borders are gone, which means your health care is gone, the middle class is gone, your safety is gone, your country is gone. That's what's going to happen. And don't think it can't happen. Take a look at Venezuela. This could be same ideology as what they're talking about. This could be a Venezuela, but much, much, much bigger. It could happen. It could happen. You see these people. You see what they're saying. You see Portland, where they have anarchists through the street. And it's all Democrat-run areas. No Republican areas. It's all Democrat-run areas. We need each other. We have to have each other for our survival. From the revolutionaries to the conservatives, a black united front uh-huh. is what we're about. Yeah. To make another mob, to change another guard, an angel from the Lord in ceremonial garb, the big homie in charge, main cope with a large, emerge over the odds, the victorious odds, the talent to Mr. Trotter, a midnight marauder, if it's blood in the water, no stopping the top shotter, I drop bombs, multiple arms like candelabras on a mission, I'm chasing chicken like a chupacabra, salute your father, I'm here to back to Wakanda after the drama, rappers get metal back to the trauma. To kill a lion, separated from the pride. I rule Zion, I am the most hated one alive. A gun was fired, another one expired. I represent the unwanted, undesired. Wash my hands of it all, then raise one and testify. To lyrical manslaughter, I'm guilty but justified. I started running the streets when I was nine. The social introvert. When I, when I started running around at nine, I knew what I was going to do when I was ten. Trust the vibe, winister, fly sinister, Philly certified finisher, the prime minister, and God's image, the monument, the homages to the problems, acknowledging how to apply, penance for the transgressions that I've accepted. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with another edition of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 272. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud. Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So I'm back solo. I'm back. Um, had an interview set up for today. The interview's still happening. Don't worry. Uh, this interview, though, um, in a sense, I, I I will hold it near and dear to my heart because this is the first interview that I've had with. A major artist, two-time Grammy Award-winning artist, who's also affiliated with a group from the early '90s and still current. Uh, they're four-time Grammy Award-winning, also. So, uh, this to me, I, I'm gonna hold it near and dear to my heart. I want this to be special. I know the the old heads is gonna get a kick out of this for whoever listens that is up there in age. You will remember this band. You will remember the 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 head of the group. Well, I mean, they, they just dropped an incredible album this year. Uh, go, I'm not going to say go check it out. I'm not letting y'all know just yet. Not letting y'all know. But to me, I'm just going to say this will be a love letter of some sort to, to hip hop. I came I came out the womb a hip hop head. So, um. Uh, this interview to me is going to be very, very special. Um, I wanted to push it back. So it's going to be next week and just be on the lookout. Um, damn, bro. 
I'm just I'll, I'll get into it towards the end of this episode, not on the artist of, you know, who I'm speaking to, but just just this podcast shit in general. So let's get into the show. <laughs> some some crazy shit has been going on. <laughs> uh, Man, oh, man, oh, man. So Darius McCrary. If you're familiar with who he is, I'm pretty sure most of you do. He was on Family Matters, who played Eddie Winslow. And uh, recently, he's been on social media, on Instagram. Um, kind of, you know, exchanging, you know, com- convos with Sydney Starr. Sydney Starr is a transgender. And a lot of people had things to say about it. Making fun from making fun of him to hey, hey, do you listen? <laughs> Check this out for the men that do come out and uh, they they put their attraction to transgenders out in the open, just letting folks know, hey, it's what it is. That don't mean for you to come out and just start slandering the person. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people have deleted their accounts, uh, have resorted to suicide, have just wanted or even had the thought of ending themselves. I know it's a celebrity. It's the perfect moment to jump on the Internet and be assholes. But please don't be an asshole about this. Maybe he's bored. Maybe I, I don't know, man. We don't know this nigga. It's Darius McCrary. It's Eddie Winslow. That don't change nothing for me. I love Eddie Winslow. I like Darius McCrary too. Uh, his great interviews, just talking about you know his past time being on the show and everything. You could look it up on YouTube. He's he's a great guy regardless. But don't come on, man. Like, knock it the hell off. I'm sick and tired of this. We're in 2020. The only reason why I come to the defense of you know the LGBTQ community, reason being, is. I have friends who've been, you know, beat on and bullied and, and teased for no fucking reason. Um, also, I'm a black man in America, age 31, and <laughs> the world is against me off top, just automatically, like it's by default. Like I am public enemy, number one, to society and how I'm viewed on television and movie whatever how the rest of the world sees me they just they think uh, black folks are just horrible you know i'm not going to go out of my way and be judgmental to somebody who has not done a goddamn thing to me they ain't this shit to me I'm talking about the lgbtq community they ain't said shit but i just i don't know man that's just my thought I, I really don't give a shit. I'm just saying, bro. Y'all talk about how we need to come together and how we need to be one. And hey, we need to stop being so judgmental and let people live how they want to live. And then when some celebrity comes out and talks about having an attraction to transgender. Now, there may be some subject uh, like what's his name? Malik Yoba. That was kind of I would say that was a little over the edge of. The subject that he got into when he, I, I think it got to the point of him being of them talk, well, talking about children but that's another conversation for another day I don't care about that people who are attracted to the same sex just leave it alone 
let them go. They're, they're not doing anything to you personally. I don't know why I'm harboring on this so much. It's just me growing up with certain people who are a part of the LGBTQ community that's no longer with us. I've had fr- damn good people that I grew up with um, from eighth grade up to maybe the, you know, my junior year. They're not here anymore. And when you're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, it's the whole it, it, it's it's everybody. Don't try to categorize it as black trans lives matter, black gay lives. Matter. No, it's all of us, bro. All of us. I just needed to get that off my chest because a lot of y'all have the nerve to talk about how you're so discriminated against white folks, but you don't really, you know, in your own community when you got, especially with black folks, you have a problem with just, you don't have no problems with slandering the LGBTQ community. You just, you still speak with the same you know, with the same language and words to, you know, demean a man. And it's stop being a fucking dickhead, man. I'm tired of it. I'm just the next person I hear just coming out slandering folks. I'm shooting off at you. It, it is what it is, because if we trying to get on the same page and come together, we don't need to be divisive on some simple shit like this, a, a simple understanding of what is what. Fuck off. Anyway. Sorry, I needed to get that off. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do the interview. I needed to get that off my chest. Just pisses me the hell off. Anyway, um, how's it going? Real quick, that song that I introed the podcast with is State Prisoner by Black Thought off of the brand new album, Streams of Thought, Volume 3, Cain and Abel. It's available on all streaming services. I am scared of Black Thought. (laughs) Black Thought is untouchable. How is he still rapping like this? (laughs) Salute to Black Thought. Salute to the Roots. Uh, Oh my goodness. I can't even wait for the next Roots album. Like, I'm excited for their next album. Like, I'm always excited for an album that they drop. But to see, to finally see Black Thought as a solo artist i'm so happy uh this is fam black thought was supposed to do a solo album in 97 98 technically if you listen to the roots uh what album is that phrenology uh the lead single was break you off there's two versions of break you off music soul child which is the radio single that mostly everyone knows but if you know if you listen to the album or have the album, D'Angelo is featured on that, you know, that song. I love both versions, but honestly with me, I prefer Music Soul Child. And this is coming from a D'Angelo fan. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Phrenology was actually supposed to be the solo debut of Black Thought. And I guess it was some some label issues, some some contractual issues going on and he couldn't do it so he decided to bring it in as a roots album but finally we have a black thought album and this album did not disappoint one bit this dude is a rap god i know i am fucking just (laughs) praising this dude but no one puts him in the conversation 
every time I try to put this man in a conversation, people are like, eh, you know, he's cool, you know, part of the roots, he's great, you know, black thought. But they don't they don't be really talking about black thought like that. And I think he needs to, he should have been put in a conversation a long time ago. And there's a you know, there's this thing, like I'm kind of biased because I, I kind of throw shade at Andre 3000 for not really having a solo album for the longest time. Um, you can count Love Below as his his solo album, but it was, you know, compacted as an outcast album. But whatever. Um, you can say that I'm biased, but the thing is, we still have not gotten a 3000 album. I would love that. But man, Black Thought. Good gracious. Uh, listen, there's a there's three tracks on here, actually, where it features um let me see who is where's that song at um here we go track number seven let me see okay track number six track number seven and track number 12 all three of those songs feature portugal the man and the last artful dodger that is the last feature i expect for black thought to collaborate with and all three of those songs sound amazing but, uh, like I said, it's streaming on all streaming platforms. Go check it out. Great album. Shout out to Black Thought. Shout out to the Roots crew. Let's get into some new music. So, um, it's a lot that came out. There's a lot for me to catch up on. I've been doing a lot of uh, guest episodes. Don't worry. Uh, we'll be caught up with new releases. Uh, let's see what we want to play. What do I want to play? Uh, we're going to go with. Oh, here we go. So dinner party. Super group. Terrace Martin. Kamasi Washington. Robert Glasper and Ninth Wonder. Uh, so they dropped a project called Dinner Party self-titled. And I kept talking about how I'm like, I hope they do something else like they have to. They turned right around and slapped us in the face with another project titled Dessert. It's pretty much it's, it's the same project, except this time it has features. And let me run off the features really quick. Buddy's on there. Ruben Vincent. Uh, Ruben Vincent is so dope. Uh, Malaya. Tank and the Bangus. Punch from TDE. Herbie Hancock and Rhapsody. Corday and Snoop Dogg and Alex Isley. And these songs are the same songs from the first dinner party that you heard. But on this one, uh, the songs, it this gives song, the songs on the original New Life. Like a whole different, whole different take from what I expected. Uh, for instance, Freeze Tag with Felix. That's the song that Corday's on. Um, man, it's an amazing song. I love that. That's still my favorite song off of the project, regardless. Uh, From My Heart and Soul with Tank and the Bangas. Didn't expect that. I thought that was awesome. First Responders with Punch from TDE and Bilal. Yeah, that's, I forgot to say Bilal was on here too. That's an amazing song too. The whole project's great. I'm sorry for rambling. This joint right here features Malaya and Felix. It's titled Love You Bad. Check it out. 
social introvert. Once again, that is Love You Bad by Dinner Party featuring Malaya and Felix off of the brand new project Dessert. It's available on all streaming platforms. Go check that project out. It is an amazing, amazing project. Like I said, please just don't say that y'all super group and y'all just put out maybe one to two projects and then that's it. Keep this going. If y'all doing this, keep it going. Uh... God damn, that beat switch is crazy. Anyway, <laughs> so young, not young thug, Jesus, Slim Thug. Shout out to Young Thug though. Slim Thug is out here simping to the highest degree. Goodness gracious. First, what did he say about Meg? Oh yeah, he was hitting Meg up, trying to get a number, doing all of this, and trying to hit her up. And then he goes, Hey, let me be your video hoe. Now He's calling men, yes, us, weak for not liking women's pictures on Instagram. Check this damn clip out. Good evening, guys and gals, friends and pals. This is your boy OG Thugger leaving the gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm Operation Get Back Slim. You feel me? Just tapping in with you guys to explain myself a little bit. Really not to explain myself. I just want y'all to get to know me a little better, okay? Okay. Now, oftentimes, I get accused of being thirsty on Instagram. Why am I getting accused of being thirsty? Because I tend to like pictures that I like. I like pictures that I like. I comment when I feel like I need to. People tend to think I'm thirsty for this. I say I'm the realest dude on Instagram and all y'all is fake. Okay? I'm the only person who only liking the pictures that I like. You fake motherfuckers will see something you like and don't even like it because you fake. You don't want to look thirsty. You worry about what somebody say. 
You got to answer to your bitch like a bitch. I'm a boss. I don't answer to no bitch. I don't give a fuck, bitch. If I like the picture, if the bitch fine, I'm liking the picture. If I think she fine, I'll put hard eyes under. I'm not bowing down to no bitch ever. I'm going to always be the man in the relationship and the bitch is going to bow down to me, period. Like the bitches say these days. You South-ass niggas and let the whole world change and let the girls be the man now. South-ass niggas. If I see a picture I like, I'm liking that motherfucker and the bitch can say whatever the fuck she want to say and get mad if she want to get mad and I don't give a fuck because I'm the man and I can do what the fuck I want to do. And secondly, I'm single. I can do what the fuck I want to do. I'm not thirsty. If I see a bitch I like on the gram, I'm going to like the picture. I'm going to put the hard eyes if the bitch made me feel extra good. Fuck it. What you going to do? You, you, It's Instagram. That's what this shit is for. That's what they do. That's what the whole Instagram theme is. If you like a picture, like that motherfucker. If you like it, put some comments under that bitch. You south-ass niggas and let y'all girl talk y'all out of y'all can't even do y'all. If y'all like a picture, you can't even like it because you worry about if your bitch gonna see it. You south-ass niggas. I'm the only real nigga out here still liking pictures, putting comments, hard eyes, whatever. Telling the bitch, hey, I like you. Hey, you fine. You south-ass niggas ain't standing up. And now that's why these motherfuckers savages and they running the world and running you weak-ass niggas and breaking you weak-ass niggas, man. Hey, man, look. You niggas need to hang around real niggas like me because I'll let you niggas know how this shit go. You feel me? And I ain't never bowing down. I'm gonna like every picture I and I don't give a fuck what now one of you motherfuckers think. And fuck all y'all. And if a bitch don't want to be with me because I like bitches' pictures, get your insecure ass away from me, bitch. And step your game up because my bitch going to be bad enough to be okay with me liking a bitch pitch, picture and knowing she a bad bitch too. You know, insecure ass bitches, fuck y'all. You feel me? Don't ever tell me about being thirsty or no shit like that, man. The fuck is wrong with y'all, man? You south ass niggas and let the world change, man. I feel sorry for you weak ass niggas, man. I'm gonna continue liking, I'm gonna continue coming. I'm gonna be the realest nigga on Instagram. And I ain't no hating nigga either. I ain't no hating nigga. You fake ass niggas can like everything about the picture, the video, but you ain't gonna like the picture cause you don't wanna show love to a nigga. Cause you that fake. You a fake ass nigga who don't show love to, I don't wanna look like I'm dick riding ass nigga. Man, fuck that. If I see a nigga doing this thing and I'm proud of that nigga, he doing, he shining. I'ma like the picture and say, man, I see you, kid. I'ma show love. That what this shit fuck. You insecure motherfuckers out here, man. Fuck y'all, man. And I'm out. Now there's a point that can be made. Young Thug can kind. I don't know. He's he's right and he's very very wrong. Uh, there's a reason why women don't like their boyfriends liking other women's pictures on Instagram. Like, but at the same time, it's like, uh, okay. I don't see the point in her getting mad, like, like, relax. Like, it's, it's, it's a toss up. It's something that you just have to sit here and if you got a girl that don't mind it, then they don't mind it. If you got a girl that do, don't like the damn pictures. But to call them soft and weak and you need to knock it off because you sitting there begging Meg the Stallion to be or you to be a video hoe in one of her upcoming music videos, you look kind of suspect.
Like, you need to do some answering, my nigga. Like, for real. <laughs> and there's also another thing to this. There's a reason why a lot of men, uh, I'm amongst that that bunch. I like some pictures, but I don't be going through flagging and just, not flagging, but tapping on pictures nonstop on somebody's profile to get their attention. Hell no. There's a lot of women out there on Instagram and all over the world. This ain't even got to be on Instagram. Y'all not even fly like that. And I really don't understand why in the hell y'all are <laughs> getting the attention that y'all get. Um, I know the Photoshop apps that y'all use in the, you know, make yourself look like you didn't got sculpted by Dr. Miami. Like I know the apps. I'm very tech savvy. I know the apps. <laughs> can't fool me but in these last few years something has been a major shift where you have the guys who just constantly double tap on the girls photos like the ones that ain't really fly like that and uh, they has just been blown up ever since they think they the flyest one on the block like it, it's baffling to me i'm like shorty you're not even that fly like i get it you men just oh my god man she's so fine man man she look good cuz like i get it they look good they do but they all look the same y'all ever seen a step for wives that's how they look to me we're literally in the step for wives it, i'm gonna call it the step for wives era I, that's a potential idea for an episode name i don't know i'll write it down though we are in the step for wives era uh all y'all don't look like y'all got sculpted by Dr. Miami or whoever the hell y'all go to to get sculpted. <laughs> Is that even a proper term? Getting sculpted? I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. Anyway, um, but a lot of this has just gone to the average woman's head. The one that's not even that fly is gone to her head and she thinks she's the hottest thing smoking. And then if and when these guys get around these women i've been around a lot of these women that look like how they look on instagram they're jesus christ <laughs> i'd be wondering like man have they ever picked up a book of read or uh have they ever you know aced a spelling test or have they ever been able to solve what two plus two is or are they familiar with long division like I, fam they are as dumb as rocks. I don't mean to come in here and just slander women completely. But goodness gracious. And don't get mad. Y'all know who the type of women that I'm talking about. Y'all know what type of women I'm speaking of. Oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> like, for instance. Um, okay. Sometimes you'll see a lot of them post their videos, their promo videos on their Instagram story. Whatever, their OnlyFans. Like, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Only 50% off summer sale and shit like that. Right. And they just, they just be sounding weird. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, okay. I also be getting a few messages from these only fans girls. Right. Um, I don't follow them whatsoever at all, but they'll randomly hit me up. Rather it be Instagram or Snapchat sometimes on Twitter, but it's barely ever Twitter, Twitter, uh, only fans girl actually hitting you up through the dms is like charlie getting a golden ticket to go to the chocolate factory but whatever 
Um, <laughs> I'll get these random messages and they'll say buyer block. And I'm like, what the fuck? I actually go to their profile and realize that they're on OnlyFans. So this particular situation, you might hear this story again in the upcoming future. Um, but I say block. This is one situation, but there's been several that I've had so far. But this is one situation. I say block. Because I'm like, bro, I'm not entertaining this bullshit. A um, couple minutes goes by. She saw the message already. She read it. Uh, put my phone down, attending to my own business. 15 minutes goes by. I pick the phone back up. And it will be some of the most disrespectful shit that she probably said to you. Um, I get called a nigger through the DMs by this white chick. I'm like, shorty, you're not even fly like that. Like, oh my goodness. And I go through her Instagram story. The Instagram story got mad racially ambiguous women, black women, and all types of different looking women. But my refusal to buy your OnlyFans, I have to get called a nigger because of that and but you got all these different types of women um who are of african descent who are probably from africa as well uh some of the latino and dominican women who are also of african descent like come on fam that's not cool i had three maybe four different instances where these only fans chicks are calling me something racist and i'm like yo <laughs> i will put your bitch ass on blast stop playing with me and that's and this is why i don't entertain the bullshit like that like fuck your only fans to all the women out there with only fans fuck your only fans i'm not buying your shit i'm not buying your shit at all but yeah like a lot of this uh, i know i went off course with the slim thug thing but this is what it's transformed into. You sitting here double tapping the shit out of people's photos. Like, I get it. Some of the women that have millions of followers, that's one thing. They care less, whatever. But I'm talking about these regular shorties that just, like, they all right, but they not, they ain't fly like that. It's gone to their heads. Like, subscribe to my OnlyFans, 25% off subscribe or get blocked no meets like bitch i don't care i don't want to meet you i'm scared this is covid season i'm not trying to die i actually happen to like my life anyway <laughs> i'm sorry i'm doing a lot of venting i'm just i'm so happy that i did the guest episodes but at the same time i wanted to get shit off my chest so there you go uh i hope y'all are enjoying this because I'm just, I'm just letting it go. Uh, anyway, so before I get up out of here, I watched Donald Trump's, excuse me, President Donald Trump's rally in Philadelphia. And I just want you guys to listen to this. So here we go. It's just, a, you know, it's a few minutes, you know, bear with me. I know some of y'all really hate this guy. Uh, check it out. In just three years, we removed over a half a million criminal aliens, including those charged or convicted of more than 145,000 assaults, 40,000 sex crimes, and 6,000 murders. 6,000 murders. 
We got them the hell out. Some we had to keep because we didn't even want them out. They were too dangerous because we don't want them coming back. And I want to thank ICE, and I want to thank our great Border Patrol, always law enforcement, but ICE and Border Patrol. Under a Biden administration, these criminals would be set free. Under my administration, these criminals are sent home or they have to be put in prison. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military. We now have the greatest equipment we've ever had. We are the envy of Russia and China and everybody in the world. We have the best missiles and rockets and tanks and planes. F-35, stealth, you can't see it. Other than that, it's not so great. You can't see it. I went to one of the pilots, I said, how good is this plane? Well, it's really good. Why is it good? Because the enemy can't see it. I said, I don't know too much about what you do. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and for our great veterans, we passed VA choice and VA accountability. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. We killed the worst mass murderer terrorist in many, many generations, Soleimani is dead. Killed many soldiers, many people. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. By the way, if and when we win, my first call is going to be from the heads of Iran, and they're going to say, let's make a deal. Their economy went from being strong. They were all over the world, terrorism. Now their economy is totally tanked with our sanctions and other things. And they're down GDP. Think of this, GDP down 27%. Nobody's ever even heard of it. They, and I don't want that. I want them to be a good sell. They cannot have a nuclear weapon. They cannot have a nuclear weapon. But I want them to be good. I want them to be strong. I want them to have a great country. The first call will be Iran. As soon as we win, they're going to call and we'll make a deal. And others will also call. They're all hoping. China, oh, China, China wants us to, to oh, China. They want, they want Joe Biden so badly, you have no idea. They, they want, they are dying for Joe Biden. The one they don't want is, they don't want Trump. They've had enough of Trump. Tens of billions of dollars we get. I recognize the true capital of Israel and open the American embassy in Jerusalem. We don't want Trump, please. We've had enough of Trump. Let's try somebody new. This isn't working out. Hey, look, China has ripped us off more than any country in history. And by the way, plenty of our allies rip us off, too, between trade and military and everything else. I could go into that. I could speak about that all night long. But nobody has ripped us like China for many, many, long before Obama, in all fairness, and Biden, long before then. They've ripped us off. Where's Hunter? I don't know. That's a good Where's Hunter? Remember we said that? Where's Hunter? Then we made the T-shirt. It was the number one selling T-shirt. Where's Hunter? What happened to Hunter? Where's Hunter? I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years. They tried to do it. I did it in about two hours. I even got nominated for three Nobel Peace Prizes. Do you believe me? <laughs> and for all different things. One's the Middle East. No, one is. This man is bulletproof. I'm telling you, this man is Teflon Don. 
Oh my goodness. So I watched the whole thing, right? I don't get triggered or upset. Uh, I have a thing since I'm, I'm going off of y'all. Y'all dislike him so much. You deem him as the enemy. So if, if you're trying to get rid of the enemy, overthrow the enemy, whatever, one must understand the strategy of the enemy, like analyze, but some of y'all are so turned off. You won't sit and watch any of his, his, uh, his rallies. You won't sit and watch the state of the address. None of that. Oh my God. I'm so disgusted. Fuck him. I hope he dies of COVID. Like, no, that's unnecessary. No, no need for that. I'm going to sit and listen to him. Why? I know they're full of shit. A lot of them are. He's not a politician. He is the first. Y'all don't really find that a little interesting. We've never had that before. I'm definitely taking my time out to see what he has to say, despite it being a whole bunch of fucking foolishness that he's talking. But at the same time, there's been a lot of things that he said that made sense or he just made out to be a joke and y'all took it out of context, clipped it. And like, oh, my God, this, oh, I hate him. And you actually go and listen to what was said and it's completely different from how y'all took it. I'm confused. So, like I said, I'm going to continue to keep watching his rallies and listening to him. Like I said, I'm going off of y'all. And if you want to overthrow or overcome the enemy, one must understand, strategize and analyze the enemy. Know your enemy. That's all. Um, if and when he does win uh, this election, um, I have a theory. You'll hear that theory on Thursday. Um uh, <laughs> Uh, if and when he does win, I'm going to continue to listen to him, man. It's just, it is what it is. I don't care. I really don't. Man, like I said, I am a person who I, I wish for the perfect world. I wish for the utopia, but I can understand that this ain't it, fam. <laughs> you wish it for the wrong thing. Cause it ain't coming, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I laughed a lot during this rally. I was just like, this motherfucker is insane. But whatever. Um, Just take a moment out, man, and just watch the dude's live stream. Stop. Stop bugging. I, I know you dislike him, but if you guys want to have a full understanding of politics and not just be attracted to, uh, a, you know, a name that looks cool or. Or a person because they said they've marched with Martin Luther King or uh, or because they were vice president to our first African-American president or, you know, they're just simply a black woman. And it's the first time that you've seen a black woman at the VP debates or something like, like, come on, you have to choose what's best. Who is best to run in office? Like being on Twitter and the slandering that I've seen of Ice Cube is like, are you kidding me? It's simple. It's really simple. All he did was to see him like, you know what? These are the leaders. Let's see what can be done. I'll come back and relay the message to my people. He never said anything about endorsing. <laughs> this is Lethal Injection, The Predator, War and Peace, Ice Cube. Laugh now, cry later. I am the West Ice Cube.
y'all are really trying to cancel him and y'all really think he's out here trying to endorse Donald Trump or the Democratic Party? He's the first rapper that I know for a fact that's just like, yo, fuck this government. They don't give a shit about us. But in order for us to continue to be in this country and be respected, we're going to see what can be worked out. That That's it. Y'all got a bunch of damn think pieces and your thoughts on on black men as a whole based on what he did it's the same shit y'all did with the whole tory lanes and meg situation you saw what or you heard what tory lanes did and you just tried to group every single black man as monsters like fuck y'all y'all know who y'all are it's all of y'all <laughs> like cancel cancel ice cube come on man nigga please anyway uh shout out to ice cube proud of ice cube for doing that um I, I don't know, man. Like I said, I have a theory. Uh, just mark my words when it's. I don't think it's going to be an election, really. I don't think we're going to have the proper election that we have. Who knows? But um, yeah, like I said, shout out to Ice Cube. I'm proud of Ice Cube for doing that because nobody else, nobody would have probably done that, let alone set behind the scenes to come up with a plan for black people not people of color not racially ambiguous folks black people niggas shout out to ice cube for that um and y'all can still praise these punk ass celebrities that have not done shit they just said i've donated uh x amount of money to you know, black lives fuck all of that no do something be active that's what cube did um shout out to him once again anyway um let me see I'm going to play something else. I'm going to run a little longer than usual. Uh, let's see what we got here. It's so many projects that dropped. It, it, it was almost basically. Uh, you know, I was just overwhelmed, bro. That's what it is, man. Like, I, I felt like. I felt like I was just in over my head when I was trying to <laughs> do this podcast because I do it twice a week. So many artists came out of nowhere. I didn't even know West Side Gun was dropping an album, and apparently he did. But um, yeah. Anyway, let me see. I'm gonna play something from Victoria Monet. So she recently just dropped an album titled Jaguar. It's her debut album. It's a really good album. Um, I fuck with it. Heavy. Uh, one of my favorite songs is titled Experience, featuring Khalid. And SG Lewis, check it out.
Again, that's experienced by Victoria Monet featuring Khalid and SG Lewis off of the brand new project Jaguar. It's available on all streaming platforms. Go check this girl out. Uh, she, oh man, she has great projects. Two that I recommend Life After Love Part One and Part Two. Go check them out. Um, and if you're just an RB nigga, you'll get a kick out of the second. Um, <laughs> the second cover, Life After Love Volume 2. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> let me stop. Anyway, uh, let me see. I said I was going to get up out of here, but I just wanted to say, I don't know, man. Like, I started out as, you know, rapping all the time and then kind of, you know, slowed down and stopped rapping. I, I wasn't happy doing it. And... I'm coming back into music like it's I'm at a point where oh sorry I'm at a point where I'm, I'm comfortable now like I'm more comfortable than ever making music uh, and me slowing down with songwriting and production I've transitioned into podcasting and I will say this and I know people are like oh here he goes and fam this is the most fun I've ever had ever i know people talk about hitting the age of 30 or going over you know 31 32 33 and so on and so forth and they kind of dread being in their 30s and just simply getting older and to be honest life life can be rough uh life can be what you make it but as of right now despite of what's going on in 2020 i know a lot of us think it's the worst year some of us are getting blessings in this year uh some of us are getting a little bit of both but despite having you know getting hit with the whole covid shit and you know still working and keep going with with the stuff that i'm working on i'm having a fucking blast i'm really having a blast um i just if you're starting a podcast start it just start it I'm going to tell you, I was horrified starting a podcast. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't like talking to folks. Plus, I don't really, you know, I don't say much. I'm just quiet, man. I'm just chill. I, I don't really like, you know, doing all of that, man. And then when the time came of me starting a podcast, I was so damn worried about who I could have as a guest host. I was still scared. I'm like, oh, my God, man, this podcast is going to be horrible. I don't have a guest host. I don't know what I'm going to do. Come episode one, fast forward. Um, I, would, <laughs> I would I would much rather do this shit by myself. 
while bringing in guests. Like I always have Cole Jackson on. I've had Shogun on. Uh, my boy Rain from Carefree Black Nerd. Um, I got to get back up with Rain actually because we ain't done nothing in a minute. But shout out to Rain. Uh, what I'm saying is, man, if you just, I, I, I don't know, man. I see a lot of people that I've grown up with or talked to folks that I went to school with and they've come out to tell me like, yeah, man, I just been in a rut, man. I'm just depressed. And, you know, I need to go sit down and, you know, talk to a therapist, do that. But I also want you to tap in into the one thing that you love a lot. What is the number one thing that you love the most? Rather be cooking Rather it be gardening, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Rather it be just building things, build, you know, making a birdhouse, painting. I don't care. Putting hardware together, you know, building a PC, gaming. Turn it into something. Transition it into something that, you know, it's a lot of these streamers that are gamers on the internet. Do that. Um, if, you, if you're a weed head, you like marijuana, you like the gummies, the edibles. Go about, you know, getting some money to open up a dispenser. It don't matter what it is, man. If you were feeling down in a rut based on what has gone on in this year, I can't, it, easier said than done, I can't sit here and tell you to stop feeling that way. Just sit back and think, what is the one thing that you love the most? I want you to take that and see what you can transition and transform it into. That's all I'm saying. Um, I was... I was in one of the roughest patches in my life from, good God, uh, 2015 to 2017. I didn't know if things were going to get better. Um, went homeless. Uh, <laughs> goodness gracious. That was part of the story of me starting this podcast. I went homeless. And all of a sudden, man, it's, I just sat down and I started recording. And it just, I don't know, something just happened where I just... I was full of life and I started becoming active and I said, like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to myself. I can't do this to myself. I won't allow it. And I'm not where I really want to be yet with this thing, but fuck it. I'm going to keep going until it turns out to be what it is. I don't care. Um, I, I don't know, man. That's, that's the little bit of advice that I give to people. Find the one thing that you love the most. It could be podcasting. You didn't know it. This is one thing I didn't know that I would like. I was barely hitting the second grade. I was <laughs> barely hitting the second grade. Actually, barely hitting the first grade. And I vividly remember sitting up on the weekends and listening. Only God knows why. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh, uh, Howard Stern. Listening to all these broadcasters and radio hosts, Star and Buck Wild all of them and I, I would have people like you know what man because i would i would talk a lot i would just ramble on and on and on as a kid and like man you know what you could be a lawyer or you could be on the radio and i'm like yeah i would you know i i think i do the lawyer thing entered the reason why i have a degree in criminal justice but i always said man i i never be good at radio i never be good at broadcasting and I don't know. I I don't know why I'm rambling right now. I don't know why I'm confessing that to y'all. Um, 
it's just when I hear people and they hit me up and they just they feel bad, they don't know what to do. Um I just I want to do what I can to help people or inspire people. That's all. Uh, I'm not going to hold y'all up too long. Um that wraps this episode up for me. Like I said, find the one thing that you fucking love the most and transform that shit into something great. You never know what could happen. It's going to take a while. It'll it's not going to happen overnight. Like <laughs> get that out of your head. Just continue with it. And um that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 272 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to 12 Kyle Podcast. Shout out to the John Effect Podcast, Random Tandem, <clears throat> Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance, Conversation Con Artist. Man, is you know, I, I stay listening to pods, bro. Uh, tactless know it all to awkward millennials. We came from bad news. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Shogun and Cole Jackson of the Government Name Podcast. Also, shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skip with those are BYNK blog content creators. I am a blog content creator myself. You can go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down so you see Social Introvert. That is me. I've been slacking and lacking on my my blogging, man. Jesus Christ. I promise I'm going to get better with that. (laughs) And if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. Those will be in the description of this episode. And send your thoughts. Got any questions? If you need any advice, bro, don't anybody don't hesitate or think i'm gonna just come out and just be a dickhead because i i do come off a little um you know asshole is just stupid on the podcast sometimes but i promise you hit me up it don't matter what it is you just want to shoot the shit and talk i can i don't mind bro i don't care do not hesitate (laughs) send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com And I'll see you Thursday, guys. Peace. The Social Introvert. But I'm cool because this is in love. We all have obsessions.
WYK, the radio.